Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Oh my God. It's May. Why is show us your TDs doing something in May? Not even football season. Actually, it is football season because the draft has happened and me and Melk are here to talk draft trades a whole bunch of other stuff. We're we're just gonna get right into it. I, I'm excited, man. When when it comes down to the NFL draft, that means we're only months away from the NFL season starting. Melky, how you doing? Hey yo, what is semi sweet chocolate loaded with velvet velveteen swirl of cream and brings you joy after every taste? Caramel. No, your favorite milky beverage. Moi. I'm good, bro. I am charged up to be back earlier than usual with a special of show us your TDs draft aftermath. What's good in your uh, your world, buddy? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, we just watched the draft uh, what, about a week ago, maybe two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, man. I'm just stoked, man. Like, like I said earlier. This means NFL is just around the corner and it's it's going to be a good season. And yeah, man, I, I just can't wait, man. But you know what? Let's get into this. Let's get into the, the top 10 picks. Okay, but before we do, did you enjoy yourself at Mike and Adam's party? It was all right. <laughs> I mean, why didn't you participate in axe throwing? Because I uh, went golfing and I was a little sore. Huh? Plus, man, dinner was expensive. That place is mad pricey. So I was like, man, do I like I already spent twenty dollars on gas to get there. So I was like, man, do I really want to spend fucking what I spent like forty something dollars on food and then another what fifty something on axe throwing? Now, I mean, there were some fireworks though at axe throwing. <laughs> oh my god, jeez, that's for another pod. That, yeah, that's for the after hours. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, let's get into the top 10 of the NFL Draft 2023. Goobs, I'm going to list off the, the top 10, give you a little feedback, and we'll take it from there, okay? Yes, sir. All right, number one pick. No surprise here. This one was on everyone's radar. Bryce Young. Yep. Quarterback from Alabama going to the Carolina Panthers. He's been the consensus number one. And he was rated overall number one throughout every insider, every analyst, every scout. Goobs, what do you think of this pick? Are the Carolina Panthers finally about to learn how to win with this man at the helm? Great pick, obviously. Like, it was a no-doubter. But you're going to need some years because, one, he's going to be thrown right into it. He's not going to be go behind a veteran QB. He's not going to learn from anybody other than himself and his coaches. I don't know who their backup is, isn't it? Like Sam Darnold or something like that. Sam Darnold is not there anymore. So exactly. I don't I well, I don't know what their 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 second and third string QBs are. It's gonna take time for this young QB to get something. They're gonna need a running back. And they're gonna they be have, in a, they have a running back, Michael Saunders. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a running back. What? What? He was great last year. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Look up his numbers. <laughs> he made the Pro Bowl. Everybody makes the Pro Bowl. No. They give those things out like candy in a fucking kid store. What kind of kid store have you been going to? Dude, don't, you know been stra- to- don't you know what Stranger Danger is? I ain't like <laughs> my kids. I never said candy out of a white van with no windows. <laughs> 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 just, we're just putting that out there. Candy at a kid store. Anyways, yeah. I think it'll take a couple years, but it's a great pickup for them. Uh, th- they will rebuild around him. And yeah, it'll, it'll just take some time. What do you think? Slam dunk pick. No brainer. Um, it was a must. 
he will be the future. I my only question is, is his height going to diminish anything else he can do? Because I saw practice that video, yeah, and he, <laughs> he got lost his line, when his, he hid behind his lineman. When his lineman stood up, you could not find that man. Any so I'm wondering if it's going to be the same effect from Baby Yoda out in Arizona, because as you know, man, you need to be able to see over people. And Buddy looks like he's about five five. <laughs> Hey, they can they can call a, a play crouching tiger hitting dragon and just hide him behind everything and then he just runs it. Who knows? Who do you, who do you think's taller, him or Baby Yoda? Oh, probably Bryce Young. Yeah, I think Bryce Young is legit five ten. I don't think Murray is five ten. He's listed at five ten. There's no way. Nah. All right, next Melky. No, got number two, another quarterback. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, and he's going to the Houston Texans. He was rated fifth by the analysts, by the scouts. He's got a great pocket presence. So, Goobs, have the Texans finally, finally found their QB of the future since Deshaun, I love my rubs, Watson. What? Uh, it could be. It could be. Um... It's gonna it's gonna take a lot of effort with this one. Uh, unlike Carolina, I don't think they have a good wide receiver core uh, in Houston right now. Their line is decent. Their running backs okay. It's gonna take a lot of work, but they could definitely go places in a few few years time. Again, it's it's gonna be a few years for these young quarterbacks who aren't working behind a veteran QB. And I mean, as long as he stays away from those rubbing tugs, I'm sure he'd be fine. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Just say no. I, it's a great pick. They needed a quarterback. I don't believe in what's his name? Mullins? Mull, Mills? Mills. Davis Mills. Yeah, I don't believe in him whatsoever. He's just a Band-Aid. So it may as well rip it off. Throw Stroud into the fire. Let's get it going. Because they weren't done on draft day. They made a big splash to acquire the number three pick overall. And I'll break it down for you with Arizona. So Arizona traded the 12th overall pick, 33rd overall pick, which is in the second round, and a first and third in 2024 to Houston for the third overall pick and a, a tw- another a fourth, another pick in 2023. I'm not, not sure what uh, pick that was. And they selected... Will Anderson out of Alabama. So another Alabama player gone. Yep. He is on the defensive side. He's a big stud. And now they have a star on the defensive end and a star on the offensive end. He's been compared to Von Miller. Gooby, what do you think of the Texans making a big splash here? You know me. I love my defense. And this is a great pick. Great edge rusher. I'm excited to see this guy play. Yeah, he's in Houston, so I mean, it's 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 close to Dallas, so I'm going to be watching this guy. I'm going I'm going to be I'm going to keep my eye on him and I hope Jerry Jones does too cuz man, let's just steal it. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> no, this guy's going to do wonders for that defense and I think the Tex- Texans did a great job in picking up a stud in the offense like you were saying and a stud in the defense. Now let's build around him and let's go I'd say give it two years playoffs. What? What are you talking about? Ooh, I mean, yeah, that that division is pretty whack ass. So I, I completely understand where you're coming from, but maybe a little longer. It just depends what else they do. And I really hope. Uh, okay, I don't hope because I'd rather them this person go to us. But what if they somehow traded, gave some money up for uh, DeAndre Hopkins? He's in Arizona. Yeah, no, but he wants out. Are you talking Texans or are you talking Cardinals? I'm talking about the Texans. He want him to go back to Houston? Yes. Oh. A little reunited and it feels so good. The problem is he left on a bad note because not only him, other former players have said it's not a good environment. The owners are complete pigs. 
and they treat black players poorly. So that's what I heard. I don't know if it's 100% true. Andre Johnson, former stud wide receiver, said it's it's not a great environment to be around. And Hopkins wants to win. Why is he going to go to a rebuilding situation? And he's at 31, 32 years old. Yeah, it doesn't no, make no, sense. No, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like down the road, if Hopkins is available, maybe if the owners sell or something like that, I don't know. I'm just saying, it, I'm thinking the best available uh, wide receiver in mind right now. I mean, is DeAndre Hopkins who wants out, so it could it, it could have been a good option. I honestly think Baltimore. I know they have a lot of money that's been dispersed, but I think Baltimore is a team to watch maybe at the deadline for DeAndre services. That's just my thinking, but that's for another episode. Oh, and by the way, Bryce Young has red rifle himself, Andy Dalton to teach him a thing or two about the quarterback position. Okay. So he knows how to throw interceptions. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number four, more quarterbacks, Gooby, Anthony, Richard, out of Florida, he's going to the Colts. He was ranked number 10 overall. I know there was rumors that your boy, Mr. Mayo himself, uh, Will Lewis, was going to go there. But the Colts elected to pick the sure thing and not the risk the biscuit. And they went with Anthony Richer. It's a great pick. He's compared to Josh Allen, which is pretty crazy. So it's a new era in, the, in Indianapolis. Goobs, what do you think of this pick? I think it's a reach. I really think it's a reach. I mean, yeah, they need a quarterback, and uh, Will Levis is probably the better option here. I mean, we've seen players in not just football draft high and shit the bed. You could be the number one overall like Bryce Young and just shit the bed in the NFL. But I really think this is a reach for the Colts. Like, Like I said, they do need a quarterback, but I don't think this is it. I don't mind the pick. Sure, they could have shored up somewhere else, but they really need a quarterback, or at least they need to sell the fans that they are looking for into the future. So why not risk this? I think it's not a huge risk to draft a guy who has some star-studded potential. I think it's a great move. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree with those um, comments you made. But again, uh, uh, it's just, I think, it, I think it was just a little bit of a big reach. But... We'll see. We shall see indeed. I hate the Colts, so regardless what happens, I don't care. Yes, sir. All right, number five, going to Seattle. I think the Legion of Boom is being recreated as we speak. They went out and drafted Devin Witherspoon, the top cornerback from Illinois. He was ranked number seven. And this pick comes from the Denver Broncos, which makes it even more fantastic. (laughs) So, Goobs, what do we think of this pick? I think it's fantastic. This guy had ball skill. He has good awareness. He is going to be a a force to be reckoned with in that backfield for Seattle. And, I mean, if Geno Smith can get his, like, game together like he did last year, this is going to help them get the ball in Geno's hands. And hopefully he can make some plays for Seattle. This This is fantastic. This is a home run. Seattle loaded up. They did a lot other moves. We'll talk about it later, later on in this episode. But Seattle is on the rise, and I can't believe it's at the expense of Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, man, it makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes me smile. Number six, talking about the Arizona Cardinals, because another trade happened, Gooby. The Detroit Lions They traded for the number 12 pick, number 34 pick in the second round, and the number 168 in the fifth round to the Cardinals for the number six pick overall and the 81st pick, which is a third round pick, back to the Cardinals. And they went out and drafted offensive tackle Paris Johnson from Ohio State. Big boy who's going to help Baby Yoda, maybe if he stops playing his video games and actually pays attention and wants to play, he's going to help him. 
He's going to block for him. What do we think of this move? I think it's a good move. I mean, how, how tall is this guy? Do we know? He is. Because it, it could be a problem for Kyler Murray. But no, Wait. this <laughs> this this guy this guy is uh he's good mover. Six he, foot six. Six yeah, baby Yoda man. You need to go get those knee knee replacement surgeries that I've seen on Instagram. Anyways, no, Paris Johnson, great offensive tackle. He's gonna help Kyler Murray. I think this is a home run for Arizona. I think they did well. It's gonna help Kyler scramble more. It's gonna help him stay in the pocket more if he needs to. This is a great pick. It's a safe pick too, and it's something they need because he can't have Kyler Murray getting crushed every play. He uses his legs a lot, and he needs protection. So this was a very good move. This was one of their uh, biggest things that they needed was uh, offensive tackle for Arizona, and that's what they went out and grabbed. Yes, sir. Number seven. Going to Las Vegas, Tyree Wilson, defensive end from Texas Tech. He was ranked fourth, and he possesses a lot of power. And the Raiders need it because their defense was ranked 30th last year. What do we think? I think this is a good move. Uh, though it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit more from this guy. Um, I think they said he was a little overweight. I can't. I don't know, man. His pictures—he don't look overweight to me. No, I could be mistaken with another. I think, I think uh, you're talking about the number nine pick. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, no, I see it now, Jalen Carter. Yeah. So, no, this guy, fantastic edge rusher. Raiders, it, it's gonna help them, but it's not gonna be solidified to help them move from what you said, thirty-two. They were thirtieth. Thirtieth. Yeah, you might jump up a couple spots. But this is on the rise up, and that's a good pick for them. I think the Raiders, they're going to need more of a linebacker. I don't like their linebackers. They need more secondary. The problem with them was more in the secondary. Was it the secondary? It was the secondary was really bad. All in all, it doesn't doesn't hurt to get a stud defensive end. Yeah. Again, he's going to learn from Chandler Jones. He's going to learn from Max Crosby. It's gonna be it's gonna be great for this guy. Uh, like we've kind of said, mostly in this talk right now, you need those veteran players to show these newbies how it's done in the NFL. He's gonna learn, and he's gonna be one of the best. I think he's gonna rival the uh, other edge rusher, Will Anderson. He's definitely gonna learn today. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> gonna learn today. <laughs> Very well said, Gooby. Okay, so now here's where the draft started going a little chaotic with some of these picks. And I'm a big fan of this next one because one, the Eagles didn't get them. And two, Hotlanta, they need everything. Number eight, running back from Texas, B. John Robinson. He was like the second overall consensus pick. He's compared to Saquon Barkley. And they said this is the best prospect since Saquon Barkley in 2018. I want to know, Gooby, what do we think of this pick? I think it's a good pick, though it's not going to help Atlanta much anyways because they suck <laughs> like all around <laughs> and just in general. But no, I read some uh, uh, report that uh, was it Bijan? Bijan Robinson? Bijan, yeah. Is that how you say it? Okay. I just want to make sure I, I don't butcher the name. So I heard Bijan was uh, during the offseason working with Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. So let's get some muscle on this guy. Let's get him as a power back with some good moves, good stiff arms. Atlanta, you're moving in the right direction, but it might take a few years. Now, do you think he could be better than Saquon Barkley? Because Barkley's been hurt most of his career. I don't think so. Barkley had a hell of a career or a season last year. Yeah, um, and his rookie year. It's hard to say. Let's watch the first year and see what happens. Okay. But uh, it, it, it could be promising. But I want to know, in fantasy value, where does he rank? Ooh. He could be in the top 10. You stupid. You he could top be. 10. He could be. I would take him second round. That could be a reach. I would actually grab him in the second round if he's available. 
Okay, second round, I like. I don't think top 10 because you're looking at McCaffrey. You're looking at Derrick Henry. You're looking at Saquon Barkley. Um, Brees Hall. Brees Hall, Austin Eckler. The list goes on, right? Like, I don't know top 10, but mid, mid-second mid round sounds nice. Yep, I'll be reaching. For us, Keeper League mm-hmm. could yes, be top sir. 10. Yes, sir. Okay, number nine, a man you just called fat. And out of shape. Yes, I did. <laughs> this comes from a trade to Bears and Eagles making a trade, trading spots, basically. Bears get the number 10 pick and the 2024 fourth round pick. Eagles acquire the ninth round pick. And they choose Jalen Carter, defensive tackle out of Georgia. And the Eagles picked three Georgia players in this draft. So I guess they're going to be the Georgia Eagles, Georgia Pigeons. Sure. Whatever. He is projected number six, but got into some trouble. People were worried, so he dropped a little bit. But he's being compared to Fletcher Cox, which isn't too shabby. And this is going to be a great place for him to learn under that defense and that system. I want to know, Goobs, what do we think? You did say uh, he got into some trouble, but he also got into a fucking bag of M and M's too. <laughs> so this guy, this guy needs to get in shape. Um, Fletcher Cox needs to work this guy's ass, get him in shape for the season, because if not, these offenses are going to run circles around you. Uh, it's a great pickup. This guy has good, good hands. This this line's going to look dirty. I mean, the Eagles lost a few defensive players over the offseason. So this is a great pickup for the Eagles. I think if this guy can tone up, get right, get his mind right, he's going to be a great fit for the Eagles. I hate to say it, but he's going to be a great fit. I love my defenses over offense. I think this guy's going to do wonders. This is one of the biggest steals in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, especially, especially with the with the reporter saying he's going number six and he's going down three spots. Good pick. Absolutely. And rounding it off, we're talking those Bears. The Bears. The Bears. They select Darnell Wright, offensive tackle from Tennessee, projected at the 18-19 spot. He's there to protect Justin Fields because You know, Justin Fields has been sacked 91 times in his career. And from 2022 to last season, he's been sacked 55 times. What? What the fuck? That's a lot for your franchise quarterback who likes to scramble, who likes to use his legs. This is great. He's going to be an immediate starter. Before you chime in, guess who shares that record or that number, the 55 with Justin Fields. Tony Romo. No. Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you suck, Denver. Uh, What what do you think of this pick? Uh, It's a good pick. Bias aside, because I love the Cowboys, I I am going off topic here. I wish the Bengals took note of this, because if your QB gets hit, you need an offensive tackle. You don't draft anything else but offensive tackles. The Bears did well. Justin Fields, again, like I said with um, Kyler Murray, get an offensive tackle that has good feet and can move quick. This is going to help Justin Fields stay in the pocket or get out of the pocket, roll out, get some good throws. I think this is a fantastic pick for the Bears. Uh, Bear down. Yeah, well, hopefully Justin Fields isn't down all that much with this addition and some of the other additions they made. But I want to just go back to what you just said about the Bengals not drafting an offensive lineman. Do you know who they chose instead of that offensive lineman, Gooby? Yeah, they chose another defensive player, Miles Murphy. No, no. Are you not making reference to the year they were going to choose an offensive oh, lineman? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamar yeah. Chase? Yeah, okay, but Jamar Chase is a great player. Jamar Chase is a generational player. Yeah, but now this draft is the time you pick up offensive tackles. You don't pick up defense. Your defense is mid, okay? Your defense is mid. Your defense could hold up, but your 
offensive line cannot. And you have a generational player in Gerald Burrow, who you need to protect. Mm-hmm. You need to save. Otherwise, I mean, this guy's going to get hit after hit after hit, and he's going to windle down to a 15-year career, maybe less. Yeah, he won't be Joe Cool anymore. All right, that's a good point. Those are the top 10 picks. There were a lot more, obviously. If you want to check it out, go to ESPN or any other NFL website, and I'll give you all the rounds from one to seven. Overall, pretty good. I think the teams did their homework. Gooby, what are we going to talk about next? Uh, People that didn't do their homework, and I'm talking Buffalo Bills. (laughs) They didn't do their homework. Oh, boy. They traded from the 27th pick to the 25th pick for a tight end, Dalton Kincaid. I mean, fantastic name. Kincaid, love it. I think they were obviously scared the Cowboys were going to pick tight end. I don't think the Cowboys were going to pick tight end. I think the Cowboys were going to pick Dalton Kincaid. Oh, you really think so? Yep. The reports on Kincaid, great hands, great skill, can run, can almost do everything but block. His blocking skills aren't the best, but that can be taught, or at least he can put some more meat to help out. But this was going to be a guy that Dak or whomever else comes in is going to work with for a long time, like Jason Winton-type hands, Gooby. Yeah, but Jason Winton was a blocker. Yes. He was fantastic. And the amount of times Dak Prescott has been injured because of his offensive line, his tight ends not being able to block. Now, that being said, too, we also have Tony Pollard, who now is stepping up to be the front runner. He's not a running gun. I'm going to run it down your throat or I'm going to block. He is an outside back. He's not Zeke Elliott. So this this. This pick, <laughs> if Dallas were to get Kincaid, I think would have been terrible because I don't think you so. need that blocking tight end. They could have acquired an, an, a defensive tackle or another blocking tight end if they really wanted to, or another defensive piece. This kid is going to be special. Buffalo just got another weapon for Josh Allen. Thumbs up to them. And it only cost, what, a, a fourth round pick? Yeah. An additional fourth round pick. Kudos to them. I will agree, though, that is a fantastic fit for the Buffalo Bills because Josh Allen has an offensive line and now he just has another offensive weapon. Josh Allen's not known to get hit. So I think that's a good fit for the Bills. I did not think it would be a good fit for the Cowboys. And I even messaged you. I was like, I really fucking hope we don't take this tight end. And then when the Bills moved up in the 25th spot, I was jumping for joy. I was not. I was cursing every word in the alphabet. All right. We're still talking tight ends. We're going to talk Travis Kelsey. Spiking the Lombardi trophy. Fake? Real? What do you think, Mel? He's a cool dude. He's there for entertainment value. You know what he called it? He called it the Lombardi Luge. And you know why he did it? Because he's always wanted to drink beer out of the Stanley Cup. And he figured this was the closest thing to it. I got mad respect for him on that part, but it's a little childish to take a trophy and just slam it down in front of a bunch of people. Okay, so he could go the route of Rob Gronkowski and bunt with it, put a dent in it, and then put like a little shot in the dent and then drink it up. You know what I'm saying? Nope. He could have done that. Or he could have gone on a boat like Tom Brady and throw it onto another boat and almost drop it into the water. I would have been cool with that too. All right, all right. <laughs> that, that would be good. That would be good. <laughs> I, I want to talk another uh, another trade in the draft. This one is the Tennessee Titans trading up to the second pick in the second round for Will uh, Levis. Now, Mr. Is Mayo, it, is it Tannehill's time to shine, or is it Tannehill's time to get the fuck out? It's probably on his last leash. Tennessee doesn't know what to do. So, yeah, they drafted quarterback, which was smart, and they want to see what they have. And if it crumbles, Tannehill's getting cut, Henry's getting traded, and then it's Senor Mayo's time to shine. Yeah, and I'm surprised the Bucks didn't draft him. Yeah, but they have Baker Mayfield. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was a good trade. Any trades that you want to talk about? Any draft news that you want to talk about? Well, I think... 
we should talk about the biggest trade that happened in the draft. And of course, it's fucking Philadelphia. Ew, gross. Yes, and they acquire running back DeAndre Swift and the seventh round pick in this past draft for a seventh round pick, a fourth round pick in 2025. And that's it. And that's because the Lions picked Jameer Gibbs with their 12th overall pick. Now you want to talk about a reach. That was a reach until they made this trade and sent DeAndre Swift to the Eagles. So now it makes sense. But God damn, how does the rich keep getting richer, Gooby? Oh, man. I got to get it up to the uh, coaching staff in Philly and the GM and the owners and anybody who was in that draft room because they did an excellent trade. You like that? You like that? An excellent job. I mean, DeAndre Swift, as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be a great piece to that offense that's already firing on all cylinders with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And Dallas Goddard. Uh, He's pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good. I'm just not fun. Excuse me? Yeah, they they got a two-headed monster. Rashad Penny also signed there. Both guys are hurt all the time, but if they both can play, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles go back to the Super Bowl, if that's the case. 50-50. You get one for like eight games, and you get the other for another eight games, and you're good. How about they get none? (laughs) There you go. They both get injured. Game one. Or Penny just gets overweight again and DeAndre slips and breaks his (laughs) knee or something. I don't know, man. Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking from Cowboy fans. Okay, so speaking of Cowboys, let's talk about their draft, Gooby. I'm going to list one to seven. They actually had eight picks. They had two fifth round picks. I'm going to list one to seven. After each one, I want you to chime in just like we did with the actual draft. I want your thoughts. I want your opinions. I want... It all. Okay? okay. Number one, since Kincaid was gone, they elected to go on the defensive route, which I'm happy about, and drafted Mazzy Smith out of Michigan, defensive tackle, someone who's going to block the middle because we suck at that. Sure. And I want to know what do you think of our new acquisition? Give me that run defense all day. I can't wait. I know uh, uh, Micah Parsons was on, I think it was ESPN, watching the draft, and he was stoked to work with this man. I can't wait. I think we're probably bottom of the pack of run defense in the league. This is going to help. This man's a big man. He's got good hands. I think he's going to be a stud. This is just adding to our already stellar defense. Defense wins championships. Just saying that, I'm not saying we're going to win a championship. We still have Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones. This is on the right track for Dallas. Agree. Great pick. Great consolation pick, so to speak. I know they wanted Kincaid, but this is a great pick. He stops the middle. We were terrible at it. So this is another guy we can mold into the Dallas defense and be that top tier defense that we know we can be. So this was fantastic. Now let's switch it up to the number two pick, which was not so fantastic. And I don't care what anybody says. We did pick a tight end. Yeah, we dipped right back into that Michigan cookie jar and went with Luke Schoonmaker. Tight end extraordinaire, not in my eyes, and one of the oldest players in the draft. He's he'll be 26 by the time he hits the field. What are your opinions on this guy? It's not terrible. I hear this guy is built like a wide receiver and he can play ball. And he's and I heard he's, he's what? He's fast too, apparently. Yeah, I heard he's fast. I heard he can jump. This kid's got it all in a tight end spot. I'm not mad at this pick. I knew that we needed a tight end and I knew it was going to come early. I wasn't hoping for a first round tight end. I'm happy with a second round tight end. This guy is going to fit with our offense well. Get him and Dak working together. At that point, for them, it was a no brainer. They had to go to the best tight end available. And I don't mind the spec, man. I like it. He wasn't the best one available. Darnell Washington was available, who was chosen in the third round by the Steelers. I would have preferred him. Six foot seven, athletic freak. Yes, a little more of a work in progress, but younger, huge athleticism, huge upside. We didn't go with him. Michael Mayer and Sam Laporta, they were gone. And Luke uh, Musgat, they were all gone. So I understand that. But I would have preferred Darnell Washington. Apparently this kid's a good blocker. So that's what Dak needs. I think that's what sold them is the blocking. Yeah. All right. 
Well, here's my juicy pick. Really, the only word for it is... I think this man's going to be a stud. And we got him in the in number three. DeMarvin Overshone out of Texas. Linebacker. I've heard great things about him. And we need linebackers because Parsons is switching back and forth. So it's nice that we got a stud. And I think this was a steal in the third round. What do you think about that? Go Longhorns. <laughs> I love this pick. Yeah, it, it, with with them moving Parsons in and out, I don't know if they're keeping him on the defensive end side or if they're going to switch him back and forth to the edge. I think this is kind of leaning more towards they're going to keep him on the, the, the uh, defensive end side. So this is a fantastic pick for Dallas. They're going to need a linebacker. They're going to need some young blood who wants to come out there and show what he's worth. And this guy, I think, is definitely going to do it. Well said. So we go number four, William DeFeco, defensive end from San Jose State. I mean, you can't have too many defensive ends. So this was a pretty good pick in my books. Quickly, what do you think? Yeah, uh, it, it's a it's a solid safe pick. Again, Dallas needs a run stopper, and this guy is a run stopper. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if they switch him and uh, the uh, other guy that we just picked up. Uh, no, he's a defensive end. Is he defensive? Oh. Yeah, he's a defensive end. Okay, well then he's probably gonna be switching out with Micah Parsons. It's gonna be Micah Parsons probably gonna be pass, and this guy's gonna be the run. That's a perfect combo. If this guy can, you know, pick up his game, I know he's late pick, so he probably has some work to be done with him. But we got a good defensive coach. We got a good defensive coordinator. This is going to be a fantastic year for our Dallas defense. You know, Dan Quinn is cooking something right now. 100%. All right. We got two fifth round picks. Asim Richards, offensive tackle from North Carolina. And Eric Scott Jr., cornerback from New Mexico. Quickly, what do you think of these two boys? We definitely need an offensive tackle. Uh, we're going to be losing some people soon due to age. So this is just getting uh, some young guys in there, learning from Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, all, all our linemen who are very old. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see this guy progress. Cornerback. We need necessarily need a cornerback, but we need someone for Stefan Gilmore to teach, to, to make a prodigy out of, and this could be it. Beauty. This is one of my favorite picks because it was heartwarming. Sixth round, running back Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State. And the best part about this was his dad, who is uh, the team's assistant director of scouting, yep. was the one who called him and said, Hey, are you going to come to work with me? <laughs> it was a beautiful story. I've heard really good things about this running back. He's little like a Darren Sproles, but man, he can fly. Goobs, I want to know, what do you think of Deuce Vaughn? Tears to my eyes when I watched that video. <laughs> with the dad calling him up, going, hey, man, you want to come work with me next week? And he's like, yes, sir. That's a story, man. That's a good story. Yeah, late draft pick. So let's hope let's hope he can uh, produce something. Uh, I think he'll be third behind Rashad Penny. But again, you say injury prone. Ronald, Ronald Jones. Ronald oh, Jones. Ronald Jones. Sorry, Ronald Jones injury prone. Pollard's coming off a, a, of a massive injury. So this kid might be a, a second running back for us. Yes, sir. And last but not least, wide receiver Jalen Brooks from South Carolina. More wide receiver depth. What do you think of this pick? Definitely need the wide receiver depth. I mean, we just picked up Brandon Cooks. Fantastic pick. But yeah, we definitely were lacking in the wide receiver core. And this is a good, solid seventh round pick. Yeehaw! And there you have it. That was the Dallas Cowboys draft pick. Before we move on, what letter grade would you give them? Uh, Dallas, I'm going to go B+. Plus. C+. Plus? Yeah, closer to a B-. minus. But if, if I could do B minus minus, that's what I would do. I'm going to go C plus. I see two two guys who could help right away. One project player and then the rest. I don't really see them being on the team. Yeah. When, when you get down to the nitty gritty of things, there are probably going to be about three players in this draft that will not be with the Dallas Cowboys come start of season. What do we got next? 
All right, we're talking trades. We're talking signings. Let's start with the first signing, Jalen Hurts. More Eagles news. Ugh. Yeah, I know, man. They're just <laughs> they're pulling out all the stops. They've made the Super Bowl a few times in the past couple of years, and they're looking to stay that way. Two hundred and fifty-five million dollars for Jalen Hurts. Five-year contract extension that just gives so much incentive. Uh, he has $110 million fully guaranteed and at the point of signing and has $179 million guaranteed in case he gets injured. You can only go up from here. And no and no trade clause. Yes, sir. I hate to say this, but I don't think I would want to be traded from the Eagles right now. They're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, they're looking to make a few Super Bowl runs. Uh, over the course of this contract, they're young, they're hungry, and they're ready to fly. Yeah, yep, yep. It's it's amazing what this staff can do. They say teams like the yeah the players and stuff play and win championships, but those staff that scout this out, make these deals happen, that's on them. And kudos to them. I'm not going that far, but <laughs> who's <Yeah>. next? <laughs> All right. Well, we got next is uh, someone who said two fifty-five. I want five million dollars more. <laughs> Lamar Jackson signed for a five-year contract, two hundred and sixty million dollars with the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody thought he was going to dip. I think Odell Beckham Jr. sealed the deal with Lamar. And said, let's get to work. $185 million guaranteed. You got a $72 million signing bonus. An average salary of $52 million a year. No brainer. Good for them. I don't think any team was going to match that. Because I think that's what the clause was. The teams had to match what they were going to pay them or something like that. I don't know what the clause was. I, I just know this contract makes him the richest to ever have signed this type of deal. He's the highest paid quarterback. He better live up to expectation because he was whining and crying about not being shown love. And now they've backed the Brinks truck for him. And not only that, the Ravens, they signed OBJ, like you said, Nelson Aguilar, and they drafted Zay Flowers, who can fly. So this is the best assembly of wide receiver talent he's ever had. So he better put up or shut up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And last but not least, a trade that everybody was waiting for and then gave up on and then forgot about. <laughs> and then it came back a little bit, but then everybody forgot about it again because no one really cared at that point. Aaron Rodgers moved to the Jets from Green Bay. The Packers gave away Aaron Rodgers a first round pick. A fifth round pick to the Jets and the Jets gave away first round pick, a second round pick, a sixth round pick and a conditional 2024 second round pick for Aaron Rodgers. I thought this was a little under for the Jets. They got hosed. I think they got hosed. Big time. All of this waiting and waiting and waiting and not budging, and then all of a sudden you basically give up close to draft day and say, screw it, we'll just take what we can get and send him to a place he wanted to go to. And now you have Jordan Love, which no disrespect to him, he's not Aaron Rodgers, so that's going to be a work in progress. And you got Aaron bleeping Rodgers, that damn liar, out in the swamp trying to win a championship. Do they see the Super Bowl with him at the helm now? They got young talent. Defense is stout, man. Okay. Defense. I'm going offense first. They got young talent in the wide receiver core. They got okay uh, tight end. They're running back. Brissall, if he can stay healthy, that's mm-hmm. going to be a fantastic backfield for Aaron Rodgers. And then we go to that defense. That defense is stoked. I love that defense. Again, everybody, I keep on saying it. Defense wins championships, and I love my defenses. Uh, Sauce Gardner. Probably going to be one of the best corners in the game. Is he a corner or is he a safety? I can't remember. He's a corner. He's a corner. I think he's going to be one of the best corners in the game. Definitely going to be a future Hall of Famer. I think playoff bound. I think maybe second round and uh, a luck of the draw third round. What? 
are they better than the Dolphins? No. Okay. No. Man, yeah, Tua sucks. <laughs> but Tua gets it done somehow. It's almost like... Tua him. gets it done because he throws five yards and Hill and Waddle yeah, in front of everyone else. Yeah, it's kind of like Tim Tebow, man. T- Tim Tebow sucked, but he somehow got it done for a little bit. I could see Tua being that guy who's like, okay, I can hold it down for a few years, and then I'm off the face of the earth. I'm going to go play minor league baseball. Tua's one hit away from being a derp. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. I think if Tua stays healthy, I think Miami Dolphins will beat them. I could be a uh, a, a nice um, conference championship. The AFC East is loaded, minus the Patriots, because they just don't like to bring in offensive stars. <laughs> Belichick is he's screwed up in his own ways. Whatever. Sounds like a them problem. Fun fact, Aaron Rodgers is the third highest paid quarterback. No! Isn't that wild? We talked about the top three highest paid quarterbacks today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Trades, man. Signings. People got to take a number off of Tom Brady. Take less money. Win more championships. That's why he's the GOAT. Yes, sir. Please grade me. Just grade me. Okay, am I an A, right? Am I a B? An acceptable B? I'll take a B, okay. A C? Oh my god, am I a so-so C? Am I a D? Okay, well, let's go back to the draft. Uh, I want you to rate one good draft, the best that you found, and one that's the worst. And okay. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to start with, no-brainer, Philadelphia Eagles. Definitely had the best draft. They landed Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith in the first round. They traded for DeAndre uh, Swift. They loaded up on Georgia players. This defense is going to be stout for a long time. Everybody's young and hungry. They just know how to do it out in Philly. So I'm going to give them an A+. And for my worst, who's your best? And then I'll give you my worst. Houston, Texas. Okay! I mean, making that move to get the third round pick plus the second, getting you a QB, getting you an edge rusher, you got yourself a center, you got yourself a wide receiver. That's just the first three rounds. You got QB, edge, center, and a wide receiver. You're looking pretty good, man. Again, young talent. This team's going to build from there. Uh, Give it a couple years. Playoff bound. You heard it here first. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A. I agree with you. This team uh, is on the right track. It's just they'll always be in the shadow of the Dallas Cowboys, so fuck them. All right. Uh, oh, hold on. I also want to get one of their uh, jerseys because this Henry Tuo, I don't know how to pronounce it, but look it up after. It's hilarious. It's like T-O apostrophe O-T-O apostrophe O. <laughs> want that jersey. I mean, if you want extra toilet paper, go for it. <laughs> All right, so my worst, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. They only had third-round picks in and lower, so they had two third-round picks, and one of them they chose a kicker. I'm sorry, unless this guy's some out-of-this-world kicker like, uh, like Justin Tucker, I'm not choosing a fucking kicker in the third round. It's not happening. Nope. So for that, they get a C minus. They're a great team all all around. But a kicker? Come on, guys. All right. Okay. I'm going to go with, it's it's an odd one, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Let me count here. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 picks in this draft. When did they start? They didn't have a first round pick. They had a second round pick. They started okay. in the second round. And they had the 36, 77, 89, 128, 161. They had two third rounds, four fifth rounds, three sixth rounds, and three seventh rounds. And they did nothing with it. Nothing at all. They picked up a guard center. Who are you protecting? Matthew Stafford? You shit. <laughs> Go out, get yourself a QB. I don't care. You did draft a QB. Yeah, I know. But in the fourth round, he's not going to be your young stud. You don't you know need that. to go find yourself a young stud. Dak Prescott was picked in the fourth round, and he's a quarterback. He's a starting and he, quarterback. And has he got us a Super Bowl yet? Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. <laughs> no, I didn't say he was a good quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You need a young stud. You have all these fucking picks. Trade your asses up. 
get yourself someone good. You could have traded up to get Will uh, Levis. I think you should have done something like that. This is definitely, I'm going to say, a D-minus for the Los Angeles <laughs> Barely bass. You guys took the D and minus. It's so disrespectful yeah. for yeah. you to say something like that. They took the D. Yeah, they took the D and a minus. But they took the D, right? They took the D in the tight end. Uh, no, in this guard center spot. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> That's excuse fair. my language. I just want to give an honorable mention to the Seattle Seahawks. They have a plethora of first-round picks thanks to, again, the Denver Broncos. And we shouted out Devin Witherspoon, but they also got the best wide receiver, or arguably the best wide receiver in the draft, and Jason Smith, and a running back by the name of Zach Carbonet, who is pretty damn good. And they already have Kenneth Walker III. So imagine Charbonnet and Walker III as your double-headed monster, your two-headed monster, so to speak. Okay. They're doing it big in Seattle. That's a good shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out. Did I do that? Give a shout-out. Can I give a shout-out? I want to give, give a shout-out shout out to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> offensive tackle, defensive tackle, center back, defensive tackle, running back, wide receiver. They were picking up everything they needed to help this team move forward in the long run i think they did very well i'm not gonna say they did great but they did enough for now and now it's about just building from there chicago did it well too sorry uh the wide receivers jack jackson smith najiba he's a stud look him up man can fly seattle's getting weapons man they're primed to win that division again when you show up for draft night you know you got to show up in a little bit of style and every year we look to see who was styling on the red carpet this year? We don't just talk football. What else we talk about, Gooby? Uh, we're going to do a little fun. The uh, Met Gala was a couple weeks ago. They always like to, you know, do some fit checks. So we're going to do some fit checks. We're going to pick our best and worst fit check of the night. Melky, go first. Bottom to top, what is your least favorite fit check? My least favorite? Yeah. Oh, man, it goes to Jalen Carter. <laughs> that defensive <laughs> tackle. He was dressed in purple, and he looked like Barney the Dinosaur. He <laughs> looked god-awful, man. Okay. It, it was a sad sight to look at. All right, all right. I like it. Oh, man, I like purple, though. I, I think other than blue, purple's like my second favorite color. Purple's a great color, but you have to be able to carry it out in a certain way. And when you're round and tubby like him, <laughs> you're wearing purple. I mean, he had some pink in there, too. You look like a fucking fat dinosaur. Rude. Give me that Toronto Raptor purple. You know what I'm saying? You mean this one on my head? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, my worst fit of the night goes to a man who didn't have a second suit, but decided to, to uh, stay after not being drafted first round. It's Brian Batch came out look or what Brian Branch defensive back. Yeah, yeah, he came out looking just like a normal guy on the street. You know, some some nice shoes, some jeans, a sports jacket. I'm not talking like a fancy suit sports jacket. I'm talking one you get from your high school basketball coach going here. You won a championship. He just he just looked like a casual dude. I mean, it's funny. Kudos to him to stick around and witness the draft to its fullest good for him but yeah man if you are thinking of sticking around and your bottom of the first round could be into mid late second round go get yourself uh, another suit yo he looked fly though in night one he was wearing the white suit with the black turtleneck yeah i call, it the, I call it the cookies and cream look he looked Ooh. outstanding Okay. Just, he just can afford the second suit. That's all. He just afford the second suit. Melky, your best suit of the night. I might have a feeling we're tied. I don't know yet. Oh, man. This one was tough because I have like three that were really good. And actually, one of them was the cookies and cream look. But I'm going to go Tyree Wilson. Yeah! Yeah, I think Tyree Wilson with the floral print, it was prime. He just, it, it matched. He looked suave, sophisticated. He looked like a million bucks. I think that was my favorite. Close second, though, was 
Actually, I'm not going to reveal my close second. I want to know what yours is, and then I'll ask you what your close second. Oh, man. I don't even know if I have a close second because this man blew it out of the park. Got the fucking red shade glasses. I mean, man could have bought a bigger size dress shirt and buttoned it up a little bit, but you got the Texas Tech inside with the velvety purple. You got the purple and light blue floral print. This suit was fire. This is a suit you wear multiple times. Are you creaming yourself right now? Because it's oh, bro. I'm, well, <laughs> there's nothing better than someone who was well dressed. Okay, and this was well done. Who is it? Oh, the same guy as you. Oh, there's oh yeah. Tyree Wilson. Okay, Tyree Wilson. I yeah, man, the floral. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. he from head to toe, man. He was on point. Looked like a million bucks. He looked like he really, he's played like five years and earned that extension money. Over. Yeah, I know, man. Like this guy was balling out. I know I didn't say his name when I first started, but I was just kind of piggybacking okay. off of what you say. Yeah, no, Tyree Wilson. But my close second was Zay Flowers, man. He had the classic black but he had like photos of his family inside the jacket. That was pretty cool. And then Bryce Young with the salmon color suit. That was nice and clean. It's just, you couldn't really see him unless he stood on a bunch of phone books because he's so damn short. <laughs> There's one guy who's wearing all white with like a with a weird pat, uh, velvety pattern in the suit. Don't remember his name, but it looks fantastic. The stars were out to shine. These guys are going to be eventually stars. So you might as well shine early, shine bright, and get your game up. Absolutely. And special shout out to the worst dress goes to Jordan Addison, number 23 pick wide receiver to the Vikings. His suit looked like whale barf. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was a bunch of like floral stuff, but it was all pink and some other colors. And the suit wasn't like horrible, but he had all this bling around it and it took away from the suit and the bling looked super cheap. Yeah. Like he oh. bought costume jewelry. To fucking Claire's and said, I want this, this, yeah. and this. Yes, sir. And it looked god awful. So, bro, next time, tone it down a bit because you could have passed that off and looked like a million bucks, but instead you looked like absolute trash, Viking trash. Oh, and Keon White, you, your suits suck too. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the Patriots, and they do things the plain way over there in New England, so he'll fit in just well. Yeah. That's it, man. I think that's it for us. Oh, just like the draft and my attempt at being vegetarian, this is over. Oh my God, who the hell cares? It's the end of the draft day special. Thank you for tuning in. And Gooby, thank you for riding shotgun. Any last words before we make out like Trey Lance's hair and disappear? <laughs> yeah, we can make out like LeBron James's hair disappear too. No, he's playing right now too. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, I'm just happy to do this. I, I can't wait for the season to start. I already told you I might be taking a trip out to Dallas to watch the Cowboys play against the Eagles. I can't wait for that. It's going to be stoked. They're coming to Buffalo down they the street from my house. They are coming to Buffalo. Let's get this train rolling. Very well said, and we're waiting for tickets to hear about that because that's a game I want to be a part of. Thank you, El Jefe, and a 30 and you for all the support check out the new wowhead mustard episode that's out it's featuring the cape crusader known as batman and there's also a new what's on your plate and that's with newest member to the team t-rex check that out if you love food and you love getting hungry thinking of food it's a podcast you can't miss so keep smiling keep laughing and never put mayo in your goddamn coffee. Oh, that's nasty. See you in the fall. Laters. Have a beautiful time. Did Travis Kelsey really spike the Lombardi trophy over the weekend? Did that really happen? Coach? Yeah, it wasn't the Tiffany one, though. It, it, was, it was 10, but not probably the same grade as the Tiffany one. Okay, so it's not, it's not a real Lombardi trophy that he was shotgunning a beer off of and then spiking on the ground uh, no okay no i you know he travis does it you know he does it a little different he's 
He's a, <laughs> yes, he's he a great, great kid with a huge heart. I think you know that. Oh, I do. Uh, and uh, he loves to have fun. But he would never spike the real one. I don't he, think so. I mean, but people... You give are... him a fake one and it's going down, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs>